You're listening to Cards to the Moon, a podcast about trading cards from both a collector and investor perspective. We hope you'll stick around for the ride as we take a deep dive into the state of the hobby, share some hot takes, hopefully some useful advice and fun stories along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to Cards to the Moon. My name is Clark from Five Card Guys on Instagram at fivecardguys.com. With me co-hosting as usual is Kyung of Integrity Sports Cards. And this time, it's John who's away, but filling in for him. He's back three episodes in a row now, and we're glad to have him. It's our good friend Will. Welcome back. It's great to be back again, and it's great to finally be doing a podcast with Young. I know, it's been, I think, almost a year <laughs> Yeah. Since we we did one together, but uh, great serious? to have you on. Well, oh, wow. he's just a regular. It's okay. it's, it's 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 automatic, right? <laughs> it's it's automatic. getting to the my fans head. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> love it. It's all good. Okay, so for the week of this recording, we just got the official release of this year's top series one baseball. I know Will and I were able to crack a hobby box right before the recording, so we'll talk about our hits <laughs> and uh, about what I think has been a tremendous launch of this product in our next segment. But off the top, I wanted to quickly get your guys' thoughts on what PSA recently announced. And I know anything grading-related kind of triggers Will, but let's let's try to discuss this anyway. Um, what PSA announced was that for cards with only the autographs authenticated, like the IP autos, they will now get a blue border label instead of the red border label that we're all used to seeing from PSA. So any initial thoughts on this? What do you guys think? Me personally, I don't I don't necessarily mind it. I think uh, uh, for me at least it's it's a I guess it really doesn't matter. Cuz I don't I don't think I would just get it. It's just the auto grade though, right? There's no uh, if it's grade the card's graded it's still um, a red label. This is just uh, strictly if it's you're grading the auto, right? Or is that it? I, I feel like if it's like a like a IP auto, it would right. be a blue just to make it. So even if you grade the clear. card, hmm. that's a good question, right? <laughs> well, well, then the then the label know? is blue and red, red on the top half, <laughs> blue on the bottom. It's purple. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does remind me of kind of like. The old school SGC labels, kind of. Which are the green that? one? The green one? Yeah, the green labels. Mm. Like, I mean, it's not aesthetically pleasing by by any means. I'm not like, wow, I can't wait till I get IP autos. But like, it is. I mean, I I don't think it's bad. I think it differentiates kind of like uh, the regular PSA labels. But it's a non-issue for me, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, I li- I like the idea of it because you're. You're trying to differentiate between a real auto, I mean, not a real auto, a on-card auto that's, or not on-card auto, a auto from the manufacturer versus, right. you know, an auto that you got at a trade show or card show or going on the game and getting it autographed. Um, I know we talked about it, I can't remember if we talked about it last week or in or offline about how some people will try to get like a red ink auto. And then, like, they'll they'll ask the player to sign with like a red pen, so it looks right. like the red ink auto from like Topps Heritage or whatever. Right. And then they try to pass it off like it's 
it's the one that everyone's chasing after. So I like that there's a little bit of differentiation. I don't care that it's blue. I don't care if it's red. I don't care about any of that because, as we all know, I don't care about the uh, the slab. I don't. I wish the slab <laughs> didn't exist. So the color, like, ooh, now we're gonna have color match blue. <laughs> like, like if you have a Blue Jays in person auto, now you got a color match blue <laughs> PSA label. Maybe it becomes more valuable. Hey, it's like, going to be a thing, quick, man. Quick question. Um, so I just quickly looked at some images, and it looks like the these are just when you grade the auto. Okay. Right. So not when you grade the card, it's still a red label, I believe, and it has an auto grade. This is this is when you just grade the auto. So it, it says like trading card, and then it's like gem mint ten or authentic auto, and then it doesn't say the the card name or anything like that. And then I also believe that um, weren't there blue labels before, like the old school PSA? Didn't they do this anyways? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at these images. Like I, I see old school PSA labels with the blue, the uh, the blue labels, uh, which they are authenticating, like the PSA DNA certified. If you look at old blue blue PSA labels, and then the new label looks very similar, so. I don't know what the deal is. You know, I see uh, the new one. It says trading card, and then it's just the the what's called the grade on the auto. Right. Right. That's what I see too. I, I the one quote I see is um, I think from PSA President Ryan Hoge. I think that's how you pronounce it. He says, "In the coming months, we're going to introduce a new blue label." For all collectibles, PSA encapsulates where the only authentication or grading provided is for the autograph, which is what right. you just said. Okay. I guess like if if you do get the card graded, so in your in your scenario that you mentioned, Will, like a Topps Heritage red ink, you know, you tell Juan Soto to sign it red ink, <laughs> and um, you know, but you still get the card graded. It'll still be a red border, I guess, right? right? Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. I concluded so that. I, we could be cause... wrong, but... <laughs> okay. We'll have to that's... fact check ourselves in the next, <laughs> next episode. episode. Yeah, yeah. But I see what you're saying, Hyung. I googled it, and they did have... It says, before the change in 2019... So somebody asked, what's the PSA DNA blue label? And it says, before the change in 2019, blue labels were used to indicate that a card had gone through the PSA DNA authentication service. Right. So it looks like that's what they used to do. Yeah, they have old blue labels, and then they switched it to red. And then maybe they brought it back. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we need a fact checker on oh, this. We need, we need to dig deeper. All right. We'll hire a fact checker. You know, <laughs> our, our, our podcast is getting big enough <laughs> that we can look into this. Anyway, interesting. Um, learned something new, and uh, I guess I, you know, the, generally the the reception has been positive. You know, making things clear is always a good thing. So uh, there's one point for PSA. All right, good job, Let's PSA. Move on. Good job. <laughs> Let's move on to hobby headlines. Okay, so like we teased at the top of the show, the 2024 Top Series One baseball set is now out. I've watched a bunch of breaks online, saw some cool hits. Now, maybe it's just me, but I feel like 
there's a bit more excitement in the release of Top Series 1 baseball this year. And I think it's in large part, um, it has to do with Fanatics marketing of the product. So we'll actually talk about that more in depth in a sec. But first, like I said, also at the top, Will, you and I were able to crack open a box, a hobby box of Top Series 1. Uh, did you get any hits after cracking your box? And um, if you did, what is it? And, and afterwards, tell us your initial thoughts on Top Series 1 this year. Yeah, so uh, a little behind the scenes. Earlier this afternoon, I dropped by Clark's place because I bought two hobby boxes and uh, he wanted one of them. So I said, <laughs> you pick. And he didn't want to pick because... <laughs> He knows how bad how bad I am at picking, and uh, I know how bad I am at picking. So I made him pick, and he somehow got the relic, and I got the auto. So <laughs> that was a win. But then uh, my auto is a uh, Max Muncy, just like base autograph. So it's like a veteran <laughs> autograph, and um, he got a relic. And I'm sure Clark will talk about his relic, but uh, or we'll talk about relics later. But um, it looks like a lot of the relics for this year are actual game used so yep. so now i wish i got the relic i'm all, every episode that i'm on i'm talking about how i only hit the relics and i never get the auto and now i'm like regretting it because my auto is so terrible um and then no other not no other hits of any any like substance oh i got like this Bob Feller insert. I don't know if you guys know Bob Feller. Young? Oh, yeah. Oh, Bob yeah. Feller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some out <laughs> of 300 school. parallel insert. Yeah, like yeah. some useless. Papers Papers are tough to pull numbered stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. So there wasn't a lot of hits. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll talk We'll talk about the things that we like after, right? Or Clark, do you want to talk about yeah, what you Yeah, we can do hit? that. Well, <laughs> sure. Yeah. What were your I hits? Mean, <laughs> it was that relic card which uh should have went to will but uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> i did get a spencer torkelson game used bat relic oh, nice. card yep it's worth four dollars three dollars 99 i saw last <laughs> sell, sell 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 now it's gonna go as down as quick as you can yeah <laughs> this is the year for spencer boys come on oh, you yeah. know we've been waiting for so long torkelson you know, mash, just going to mash 50 homers for the Tigers. Um, but I guess it doesn't really matter, right? Game used. Relic cards are still not that valuable. <laughs> and, and there is a bunch. Um, you know, when I saw a bunch of, uh, you know, box breaks, case breaks, there's a lot of relic cards. So you got to ex- expect that. And uh, we talked about this last episode. We thought, you know, is it still one auto, one relic or one auto or relic and it seems to be the case it is an auto or relic for hobbies for hobby box. Yeah. yes and the jumbo is a guaranteed two autos or i think yeah, guaranteed is that... one auto and two relics wasn't it oh or is something it like that something oh, like that geez. i don't know i could yeah. i could be t- like we need a fa- fact checker <laughs> john john can you, can you check john. on that <laughs> yeah well, we'll message John after this recording, <laughs> and then yeah, hopefully he can do that for us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a relic. Uh, you know, I was kind of joking before off air that my best hit was the unscratched home run challenge card, <laughs> nice. Ellie De La Cruz. Nice. Oh, nice. Maybe. Yeah. So I just got to get the game right, where Ellie De La, De La Cruz is going to hit that homer. And uh, I, I read the fine print. So new this year, I believe, is that. Um, 
well, what's same is if you guess the game that he hits a home run in, then you get a special parallel card of that day, I guess. And I, I have won one before. I've won the Nelson Cruz home run challenge card, which was number two, I think, 76, because 76 other people guessed it. Um, guessed the date right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So I guess that's similar. But what's different this year is you can double down. Okay, you could double or nothing. You could get a special parallel card if you um, think that the home run he hits that day is right, and also it goes more than four hundred twenty-five yards. Feet. I think. I, I think. I think feet. it was. Sorry, uh, sorry, feet, it was. Yeah. Uh, that was last year too, or the home yeah. Run they had that last year. Oh, was that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I didn't know. But so. I, yeah, like. Um, Thanks for fact checking. Thanks for. Fact-checking. I, I, there you go. I, I we got one, one. fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I hope okay. on on those uh, cards, those redemption or home run challenge cards. I I just hope that Fanatics does a better job with those because you've you said you had the Nelson Cruz one, right? Like it wasn't the greatest looking card, was it? It's it worse than Tops it now. It almost reminded me of like a. <laughs> yeah. It was like a, almost like a Tops black. It was weird. You know what I mean? Like uh, a Tops black base card, and as as a serial small serial number, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't fantastic or anything. But yeah, they're th- those yeah. Uh, cards are still high in demand. I remember uh, when Judge hit, uh, you know, sixty two. Um, he was, uh, yeah. But everybody was like hyped that you know they're getting a card and they get the card. I'm just like, that card's ugly. <laughs> like that card sucks. <laughs> you know. So hopefully, hopefully they do a better job with kind of like stuff like that, where you know the prize that are being redeemed. You know they have. You know, better better designs that make it feel a little more, you know, rewarding for all that yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm just looking at like last year's home run challenge. So Bo Bichette, and then in the background is like it says winner, 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 winner. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. One, yeah, yeah, that looks bad. Okay, so I'm not as excited anymore, but we'll see. Uh, maybe this is the year fanatics. And uh, I don't know, maybe this is a good way to segue into this uh, topic of Top Series 1. You were just mentioning, Will, like the base cards even look a lot more impressive than I initially thought myself even as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let me share some things that I, I've I've really enjoyed about this year's set. First off, the base card. Yep. It's beautiful. It's It's got hollow, like the lines around the edges, the border. It's actually like holographic so it pops off the card and like the team name and like just like some other stuff it, it has that hollow foil like the tops logo does so when yeah, i does. opened my first pack i was like whoa did i hit a god pack like what's this special <laughs> what's this special pack and then i realized oh that's just the base card and that just yeah. goes to show i young was saying it offline like Fanatics is doing a great job with the production of these cards because that just goes to show I expected so little from these paper cards that just seeing a little bit of holographic foil on each card just blew me away. So I love that. Um, I've watched a ton of rips as well, just like you, Clark. I love the team color variation, even though it's not numbered. It's a really pretty looking card. I saw that vintage stock. It's actual. Stock. It's actual vintage stock now. Yeah. So I think it's like more that tops hair. Was it high number heritage like that kind oh, of stock? Yeah, it's a thicker stock. Um, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, they tops tops vintage stock did have 
like a similar stock, but it it's not as nice. I would say that as, didn't look like it. Yeah. It didn't feel like it because yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Did you so pull one? I like that, huh? You didn't pull one though, right? No, I did, I pulled a my my color pull was a gold, which is like uh, I'll talk like about twenty twenty four later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The foils, like all the foils, look amazing. Like they they pop off the the card. I really like the HFA, the Home Field Advantage mm. insert sure? set, Clark. I think you have to collect 2024. <laughs> they yeah. look really good. And uh, But yeah, like Kyung, like you were saying, I, I got a gold insert or a gold parallel. And they have to do something about gold. I, I don't know why. There's golds, right? Yeah, it's a brown. Like just, it's like a brown color. Just flip gold foil and gold. Like yeah, gold foil looks so nice. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That that's not like one of the top parallels to chase. It is yeah. one of the prettiest Ooh. looking parallels. So yeah, and the regular gold is just terrible. It's brown. but they. I I think I think it's it's the classicness <laughs> of kind of like that flat gold. Like if you look at a 2011 Tops update trout, the gold is kind of like a flat gold. It's not the shiny ones. Um, they had. Right shiny golds before like a foil golds but they're kind of like looked down upon i guess but i like them yeah i like them like i think yeah it's like when i was in grade five or six i had like a science fair project and i was doing some microsoft paint or or photoshop or something and i had made this title page that was like had gold and i thought oh it really looks nice like on my screen and then I printed it on my crappy printer, <laughs> and obviously that gold color doesn't translate to my printer, and it just ended up look like brown. And that's the exact same feeling I get when I look at these stupid gold. Very underwhelming. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's so oh, yeah. underwhelming. I'm a little disappointed to hear that because you know we're just talking about the base card and how it's kind of elevated a little bit, right? And yeah. I thought, oh, maybe the parallels. And um, yeah, so I was a little disappointed to hear that. Even like I saw on Twitter or X, um, someone pulled a one of one platinum, and it looks like your typical yeah. typical gray. Yeah, oh, yeah. platinum. So, I was hoping that's why platinums need need a little, you know, a little makeover. <laughs> platinums too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was hoping <laughs> they they do something with that because you know it might chase for, um, you know, Ryu Hyunjin, like cards that are just not valuable at all like i've got a few platinum re-engine cards and they just don't pop they don't they just look great yeah 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 but overall i love i love the set i'm gonna rip way too much of it (laughs) (laughs) well you got one more hobby box right so i'm trying not to (laughs) i might pick up a couple blasters we'll see yeah i think i think i might do that but uh, i i got the the one, I got a Shohei card. It's the blueprint insert. Oh, nice. Um, oh, I love it that It looks insert. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Not worth much, but it, uh, I like that that insert this year, which is, which I believe is new for this, this yeah. uh, set. So um, that's kind of cool. Okay. Uh, I always, I said this before. I wanted to talk about the marketing of Top Series 1 this year. And uh, Hyung, you and I, we always talk about like, wow, they're really stepping it up. And we've given them their kudos before, but... Um, let's talk about some of the campaigns we've already seen and maybe we could talk about whether you think that's been impactful in, I don't know, getting heads turned or at least even old school and new collectors 
excited about Top Series 1 and, and just generally, you know, almost like, you know, after seeing the Super Bowl commercials, it's like, oh, which one kind of stood out to you? So it'll be kind of cool to kind of revisit some of the some of the campaigns. So the first one I want to talk about is J-Rod. Remember when he was congratulating Ronald Acuna Jr. for being on the cover of this year's Top Series 1 box? J-Rod was obviously the cover guy on last year's Top Series 1. <laughs> what do you guys think of that um, that commercial, I guess? I, th- I think Fanatics is doing it right. Like I said, it's uh, in this day and age, it's the way you market yourself and the way you use uh, your social media channels. And, you know, that they, they do this intentionally. They have the relationships that Tops really didn't have with these big-time, big-time players. And, you know, it, the way it's going is, you know, at the end of the day, they're doing these collabs, J-Rod, Acuna, and then millions and millions of people are seeing it. You know, um, it's in front of, you know, celebrities. It's in, it's their cross sports. Now you have a lot more collectors that are, you know, athletes as well. So, you know, it's a good timing. Fanatics is doing a great job uh, with whatever connections they have. They just basically amplified it, um, you know, by a hundred times of what the old Tops brand, you know, had. Right. And that was kind of our speculation going into this, even though even the way they marketed 2024, uh, the, the product packaging, you know, things were different. Even, uh, you guys mentioned like, uh, game used relics, um, uh, you know, stuff like that, where Fanatics has a lot more resources to, you know, uh, make the user experience a lot better. Right. So for me, I'm, you know, I, I follow along the marketing probably more than, you know, even card collecting itself, just because it's right in front of my face every single day. So being in marketing, it's, it's, it stands out a lot of how they're handling it and how they're doing it. And they're doing it exactly like we said they were going to do it. They're, they have campaigns that are way bigger than, uh, tops have, has ever kind of like produced. Yeah. They're executing. That's for sure. Do you like that commercial? Do you like that campaign? Will? Did you know you what? It? I, I didn't get to see that commercial. Oh, yet. Where, okay. where was it? Um, like where I mean, did it was you on see Instagram, it from? Yeah, just from like the on card, social media. just on the different yeah. card accounts and whatever. So that's my thing. Like I feel like um, I wonder how much penetration they're getting into the general market with these commercials. Because like, where are these commercials being shown? I don't watch traditional TV, and I don't know if I should say this, but I have a YouTube ad blocker, so I never see ads on YouTube. <laughs> oh no, I mean I pay for YouTube Premium, so I. <laughs> don't see ads so i'm just wondering where i wouldn't these ads call them com- more up. commercials they were so the way they they would do it is like because acuna is a celebrity j-rod's a celebrity um they all have their own channels with millions of followers so they would oh, do I a see, collab with tops on their social channels and then they they would be in front of millions and millions of people uh pushing tops and fanatics products but then it's on Acuna's channel. So if you're like a super Acuna fan, right, yeah. you're now getting Tops marketing right, you know, in front of you too, in front of Acuna. Yeah, Whereas yeah. before, that never really happened, right? Yeah. Well, last week, it's true. Clark was saying, was telling us about um, this Michael Harris video where he's at a card show. Right. And he's just pretending to, he's just looking it's for like Michael Harris. It's like that Kyrie cards. Irving or, uh, yeah. you know, the. The old Uncle uh, Drew, Uncle Drew, oh, yeah, Uncle yeah. Drew, yeah, yeah. turned it into a whole, <laughs> turned it into a whole movie, turned it into a revenue stream. Like it's amazing, yeah. 
Yeah, I, that's true. It's, it's less commercials, more marketing campaigns. Got different it. Campaigns. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I liked about the J Rod congratulating Cunha is like, it, it gave me the same vibes as like you know when you're on the cover of Sports Illustrated. It was a big mm. deal, right? And now it's like that. they're trying to make it like oh if you're on the cover of Tops or or even EA Sports. Yeah, the, it's like uh, a video game cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. MLB the show. Yeah, exactly. Right or uh, yeah. NHL, whatever you know. So. It's kind of like, oh, this is another, for athletes, it's like, uh, it's another accomplishment. But, you know, um, it, there's more prestige to the to the product itself as well, just being on Makes the cover. Sense. So I liked how they're trying to do that a little bit, even if it wasn't um, purposely. But it seems like, you know, fanatics, marketing, there seems to be a purpose to everything they do. So, um, yeah, so that's that was uh, one of the earlier ones I saw. Uh, the other one uh, recently, more recently, is Mike Trout opening first pack. So I like, you know, how they're getting a lot of these other players um, involved in the hobby. We already knew Mike Trout was a collector or got back into collecting and um, obviously leveraging one of the biggest stars of the game still um, for this year's set. is pretty cool to see. Um, and even the Let It Rip campaigns like just having that tagline you know it might sound cheesy to some but you know what when it's when something's that cheesy it just sticks in your mind right, right. let it rip no i like and, it i like that tag that's good yeah yeah it's yeah i just i just see so much more like marketing going towards non-collectors you know what i mean right. and it's just they're coming in bunches like some i guarantee you there's some people uh new into the hobby Maybe they're listening to this podcast for the first time. They've opened their first ever rip. They don't know what it's like to rip, uh, you know, pre fanatics tops products. It, it was just as, you know, skunked, but you know, it's just a little <laughs> better experience, I would think. <laughs> True, and even for longtime collectors, um, that reminds me of another campaign, which was from rookies to vets. I don't know if you saw that campaign where. Uh, they showed like someone like Freddie Freeman, his 2011 rookie card or whatever his rookie card was, and then to his 2024 Top Series One rookie card. Like to right. see the, the the difference between the rookie year and mm. and the card this year, like how much a lot of these vets have grown. Um, right. That's kind of cool to see because it also entices, I think, like not just baseball card collectors but baseball fans in general who might want to, hey, this is kind of cool, just that nostalgia factor. Again, yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else that you were impressed by in terms of the marketing or what uh, Fanatics has done? Well, that, to lead up to going launch? back to uh, when Will said the whole Michael Harris deal, if you go back to why I thought that was a genius mar- marketing campaign is, you know, that's what people want to see is like they want to see celebrities actually, you know, doing stuff in the hobby, but like do it in a way where it's entertaining, it's funny. Um, and sure. you know, if, if you're part of that hobby, that that's an exciting day. Whoever, you know, was dealing with Michael Harris at that <laughs> right. moment, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool. That's a pretty cool moment that is probably going to be unforgettable as a, you know, card collector. Right. So I like what they're doing with that. They could do so much within that context of involving players in these campaigns. And I'm telling you, this is what sells or this is what leads to sales. Right. So it's like the yeah. marketing, 
Um, and we say always on the pod that, you know, attention is the new currency. And it's just a way of, you know, getting in front of millions and millions and millions of people. Like they said, if they, if let's just say Tops was getting in front of two to three million people, you know, Fanatics is getting in front of 20 to 50 million people now, right? So it's like, it's such a different context of what Fanatics brings to the table. And this is what I'm excited about. They just scratched the surface. This is their first release really right and then yeah. you know you look at the potential that they have you know we, we talked about that um uh, earlier on this uh as well the the kevin hart um right. deal with i don't know if you're gonna we'll bring it up that yeah bring it up or uh, before but apparently there's uh these kevin hart ssps with him floating <laughs> around and it's like numbered out of 52 because he's five for two or something like that <laughs> which i think is a is a genius marketing <laughs> stunt if it's if if that's the case, right? Like that's hilarious. Like I think there's so much more utility in that. That never existed and now you're involving like a full-blown celebrity that has millions and millions of reach involved in, you know, this marketing campaign of, you know, 2024 series 1. So stuff like that, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Definitely is working on me because um, even after getting skunked on that first hobby box, I, gonna buy I, I know one. I'm going to buy more. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> we could go case. But, we can get a case next yeah. time, Clark. I'm telling yeah. you. And, and, and those that have their MVP buyback, right. send it off now. Get that credit and put it towards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put it towards yeah. a case. This year's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, well done, Fanatics. And uh, yeah, like you, you kind of you're alluding to, Hyun. Can you imagine like when the bigger product launches come up for this oh, year? Like what Topps the Chrome, marketing will think, be around that? I think Topps Chrome is oh, going to be phenomenal be... this year because you got to remember Jackson Holiday is probably going to maybe be in Series 2. Jackson Ooh. Churio is probably Series 2. So that means they're going to be in Topps Chrome. So I th- And w- along with Series 1, I thought Series 1 had pretty decent rookies in it. Series you know, 1 has decent rookies. Decent yeah. rookies, yeah. yeah. Like, you you just never know with, with that class. And then on top of that, you're going to get the call-ups in Series 2 and, you know, hopefully it bleeds into Topps Chrome. So I think it's going to be an exciting year for baseball collectors. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And when Bowman Chrome comes out and, yeah. Like yes. Maybe, maybe Topps Dynasty will get proper respect. You know, like if John was here, it'd be like, "Yeah, why, why isn't Top's Dynasty getting getting the love, hobby love that it should?" Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of potential for upcoming products, and only only downside is I'm going to be spending a lot more money than I did even last year just on ripping <laughs> wax. So. Which means Fanatics is doing great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, They've taken if, more if we, money out of our wallets. Yeah. <laughs> if we take this small sample size between the three of us, yeah, they're going to 10x in no no time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Looking forward to what else is coming up in 2024, and uh, we'll definitely update everyone on this podcast. Okay, let's go on to our next segment. It's called Overrated, Underrated. All right, we've done this before, but we haven't done it in a while. But I'm just going to go over a few lists of hobby-related things. And the theme this year, no surprise, is 2024 Top Series 1. All right? So there's going to be 2024 Top Series 1. Most of them are kind of insert-related. And I want you guys to say, do you think they're overrated or underrated? Okay? And because you already brought it up, Hyung, the mini Kevin Hart SSP cards 
number to 52. I don't know if it's true that it's, it's number to 52 because he's five foot two. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but they, but uh, because he is from Philadelphia, those uh, SSP cards are on base Philly cards only. Mm. Philadelphia oh. cards only. So there's that connection too to Kevin Hart as well. So what do you guys think? Overrated or underrated? Oh, man, I'm going to say... I'm going to say definitely not overrated because this is what this is why I like what Fanatics is doing. Like I said before, it's 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 doing things differently. If you have the leverage of relationships, you have access to Kevin Hart. Maybe, you know, there's utility behind it. We've seen it a little bit with the Taco Fractor, although that wasn't as as like, I guess, well executed as we thought. Maybe the old Tops guy was still there, but like um, <laughs> but it was an uh, old contract. <laughs> it was an old contract. They're like, damn it, we gotta run it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I if if there's like utility on on let's just say the Kevin Hart, I think that's that's pretty cool. Like even even though even if he's involved somehow, right? So I think it's underrated. Okay. Yeah. Super, super underrated. I I love that it's just for Philly cards because then it makes sense. Like if it was for every base card, like it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, and then it's making me wonder. Like (laughs) maybe there's some other. We don't know. Maybe there's some other secret, like super, super, super short prints that are still being revealed. I don't know. That's true. But uh, yeah, yeah, super underrated. And uh, I think like, like Kevin Hart is one of the biggest celebrities in the world today, right? Like he is so beloved by everyone except for Cat Williams. So like, (laughs) this is great. This is great. Like more eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, I love it too. Really underrated. And, and like you mentioned, like it wasn't announced. Right, like it was one of those things that people start to discover on their own, so that's kind of cool. And um, yeah, you know, can you imagine getting one of these cards, and then if you could happen to get an autograph by Kevin Hart, that'd be you know next next level. So that's uh, a PSA blue label, then. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Unless unless you get the card, you know, uh, graded as well, then then it's a red. But um, (laughs) all right, next on the list. So the golden mirror SSP cards are back for, for this year as well. But the main difference is, uh, instead of having the gold, like embossed SSP, like it was last year, the whole back of the card is gold. So this year's golden mirror SSP variation cards, overrated or underrated? Mm-hmm. This one's tough because I don't think it, it's necessarily underrated, but I do like the change. Um, I, I think it stands out uh, from a regular base card. You don't have to look at, well, if you're used to it, you know what like the base card would look like and then kind of like that SSP version. But a lot of people have to look at that small number, you know, with a magnifying glass to see if it's an SSP or not. So now it's a yeah. distinguishable kind of like physical, like characteristic of that card that stands out. And it kind of reminds me of, the old Donruss uh, cards, like 88, 89 oh. Donruss, the back of the cards. So it kind of brought that nostalgia a little bit, uh, just on me at least. So I I, I like it. So I'm going to say underrated. I didn't like the SSP uh, labeled last, last, year? last year. Yeah, I just think SSP is like overrated itself, that word SSP. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love 
I mean, I loved last year's card because it, it said SSP, so you knew it was something yeah, different. Right. But I get what Hyung's saying about like that word that that word is so overused. But just having the whole back gold, it, it makes me want to rip more just so <laughs> I can hit one. Yeah. Um, you know, last year I was really lucky. I, I hit a Blue Jays Golden Mirror Hello. variation on my yeah. first box. Oh, wow. So it's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think it's super underrated. For the same reasons, I think it's an underrated play. I love the look of it. Um, I wonder, though, if it's like an actual gold back or does it look brown as well it looks no, it looks so gold see- really does it look brown oh, I, it look God, orangey look- let me let me take a look at this uh, <laughs> yeah, so, look at this so it might be overrated if it looks brown but if it looks more gold <laughs> like i love it love it then it'll be underrated but um it's it's funny right like the progression of like what we're so used to from tops um before you know like oh just the the embossed SSP is amazing because now we don't have to look at the small code code numbers, you know, and and now it's it's gone from there to a completely uh, quote unquote gold back, which is even easier to identify, you know. So it does make it even more quickly to uh, <laughs> or when I was opening the uh, hobby box, you do find more quickly that uh, you got you nothing. Really got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I, it, it, it looks like, I'm telling you, it looks like 1989 Donruss, the back of Donruss. Yeah. That's what I, I thought. I remember it that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't think it's golden, though. I think it's, uh, it's, I, it's a tint pictures, of. I think the pictures don't do it justice. The Maybe. I, saw, I gotta watch a one video. Of the photos, I watched a break. Yeah, it kind of looked gold. Kind of looked gold to it me. Kinda but... looked, it kind of looked like it had some shine on it. Really? I'm hopeful. Ooh, if I'm it hopeful. had a bit of shine, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. Okay, <laughs> next one on the list: true photo variation. So we did talk about this briefly in a previous podcast, but this is essentially the same card, but the parallel is you strip away all the design aspect of the of the base card. So it's just like the photo with the tops, a small tops brand logo on it. I I love the idea. Um, I've seen a couple being being pulled. I think yeah. I don't want to say it's overrated because I do like it, but I think it's a little underwhelming from what I would have thought it would be. So when I seen them pulled, like they're nice, they have a stadium club feel to it uh, a little bit, and even like kind of yeah. like a more of a vintage. Uh, I forgot what what sets, but like they're it, it looks kind of like um, it's different. I. I like the idea. Um, I'm not as excited as I thought I would be when I seen one, if that makes sense. So I'm going to say slightly overrated, just slightly, but I do like them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I echo Hyung's statements. Exactly. The crazy thing is when I saw this year's, um, card when they released the like preview image for this year's set and we saw the borders that gradient the black to white gradient I was like ugh, I don't know about that and then when they said oh there's going to be this photo variation where it's the full color a uh, full picture I was like like young saying I was like oh that's a really cool idea I like that but then when you see it you're like 
I kind of wish it had a border. <laughs> like, I kind of wish yeah. the gradient was there. So it's it's kind of wild. Like, there's something missing. I think it's because I'm used to, like, having some stadium club cards where there's at least some um, foil and hollow and something on that card. Um, but, yeah, something's missing. So a little bit, yeah, underrated idea overrated in terms of its execution and what it lo- actually ended up looking like. Once yeah. we pull it, no, we're going to be like, these are the best things ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so funny you say that because I, I, I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts first, but I feel the exact same way. When I saw it, it looked just a little plain. Yeah. Like, it looked a little boring and plain. And it's like, it's like a... A wallet-sized photo, of, you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. But you know, I don't want to collect it, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so um, love the concept, like you said, Young and Will. But yeah, what I saw, it's like, eh, yeah, I'd rather have the border as well. All right, so that's overrated sweep. Okay, I got a couple more, and then you can add a couple inserts if you want to, to if you want to discuss further, but. Uh, you brought this up already, Will. Team color SSP. Mm. <sighs> and for those that don't know about the team color, it's um, team color, obviously. But then it also has a logo around. of your team. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool looking card. So the first time we brought this up in a previous episode, I was like, I don't, I don't love it. But then it, I seen it, and I was like, oh, it looks really, actually, really cool. Yeah. And I think I'm going to say it's slightly overrated, although I like it, but then it goes back to like, like classic, it's, it's a good collector's piece, but it like, if, if you were to give me like an independence day or a black, I'd be like, wow, like that's, that's the real true parallel of, of flagship. And I do like the cards. Like I think. I would like them more if they were even more rare. So I don't, mm. I, I think they're too, there's too many out there. Like I seen an Ellie de la Cruz one and then, you know, like there's already like 10 up on eBay. So mm. it just shows you kind of like scarcity. And then I was watching a couple breaks, you know, people are maybe pulled, you know, two of them in the, in two boxes in a row. So they're not as rare as I thought they would be. So I'm going to be slightly overrated, but that doesn't mean I don't like them. I still like the card. Um, just like how I thought before they look they look great. They're a great looking card. But I'm gonna say overrated. Yeah, kind of the same way. Like underrated idea. Uh overrated in the final look. And and I love the card, but you know, what was interesting is when I was opening the packs, um, uh, like for example, the Colorado Rockies. Their the borders on their card or like the hollow parts of their cards have that purple hollow, so it matches the their team colors. So I feel like man, they they did a good job of that matching those border lines, those neon lines to the team color, and it just goes to show like wow, they could do a lot with team color to make it look really good. I wish I just wish it was numbered. I I like how I'm saying I, this should be like one of the hits. You elevate it to like one of those top level parallels, you know. I think I think that'd be cool. I don't I don't know why they didn't number it. Like, why do you have a out of nine ninety nine like blue ice or whatever it is? Like, 
Just make team colors, team color parallel and number it. That'd be a hit. Like, people would be chasing after that like crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, man, when I when I first saw it, when you're mentioning Hyung, like, when we first discussed it, I don't know. I wasn't, I thought it was too gimmicky. But then I don't know if it's, if it's because I saw the base card, like Will was mentioning. I was, like, kind of really impressed by the stock and the paper look of this year's top series one. I'm like, if I saw it, I'd be like, this is cool. Like, it, this looks really nice. So, and you know, the solid team color around the board. I'm looking at some of the sales that have uh, already happened. And, and with the, you know, the foil around the, the team name, and I think it looks sharp. So I, I'm going the other way. I think it's slightly underrated. I went from thinking it was gimmicky to like, I think this would be um, a really cool thing to collect. If you, if you Clark, can. you convinced me. I'm, I'm back on. I'm on your side. You know why? Because <laughs> I'm realizing. I'm realizing some of these inserts and some of these cards. Like we have to see them in person. Because I was so yes. impressed with the base card and yeah, with the yeah. hollows so far. Exactly. Like, what if that team color that that team variation just looks amazing? Like the Independence the pops, Day. Like right? Hyung. I know. You know, Hyung. Hyung's got the monster of all monster Independence Day cards. I'm, uh, yeah, like from, ID, but was it, yeah, 2018? 2018, 2019 is yeah. great. 2020 yeah. downhill, 2021 downhill. Yeah, those are all the ones I have. The 2020 <laughs> to 2022. But like this one, like just from photos, it looks good. I'm really curious what what the Independence Day looks like in person. So, yeah. That'd be good to see. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a good segue into the last one I had. It's Independence Day. Um, card, but the serial number is seventeen out of seventy-six. If you get it, seventeen seventy-six. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. Overrated or underrated? Oh, man, it's like a jersey number match concept, but oh, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's out the... there. I know in the <laughs> hobby, there's there's people that specifically look for seventeen out of seventy-six. So it's a thing, and if it's a Shohei seventeen seventy-six, then it's even better, right? So. I think it's underrated. I love little plays like that. You know, not it's not for everybody's cup of tea, which is great. I think that's fine. But I like, like for instance, one of my favorite PC cards um, uh, is this Aaron Judge Topps Chrome SP I got. I pulled and it's a green refractor, ninety nine out of ninety nine. I think that's the coolest thing ever. Like right. the fact that I pulled it. And it graded at SGC ten. It's kind of like the same thing I see this seventeen seven. If I were to pull an Independence Day that said seventeen out of seventy six, and especially if it was jersey numbered, then it would be even more special. But I think Ooh. that in general, <laughs> like those those are the 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 plays that I really like. So I'm gonna say underrated. Um, I think Independence Day parallels are overrated to be honest, but uh, underrated <laughs> on the seventeen seventy six play. Okay. I mean, maybe it's because we're not Americans, but uh, it never crossed my mind. Seventeen seventy six. Like, like I get, like I, I knew why it was out of seventy six, but I just never thought, oh, you know, it'd be cool if you get the seventeen out of seventy six. Like that. I like that idea. That's a pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And like, I get why people would want to collect that one. Why? Why people value that one? Yeah. Yeah. Underrated. Sure. Underrated. Definitely underrated sweep. I'm I'm not a big fan of jersey number match cards because unless it's like 
um, numbered to 99 at the very least. Because then, you know, if it was numbered to 10, like a Panini Gold parallel right. or, you know, like then then only a few people get number back. Yeah. You know, like, how about if my number rare. was 11? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of dumb that way. But, you know, if it was up to 99, yeah, then, you know, everyone gets a shot at getting a jersey number match. But this one in 1776, like it just, it, it, I just think it's cool the year and everything else, right? So it makes total sense to me. Um, I, I only brought this up because I saw it on, on social media as well. Um, someone hitting that. And, and I thought, oh, that's kind of neat. That's kind of cool. And I didn't even think about it until, until I saw that post. So definitely underrated play. Um, would you pay a premium for it? I wouldn't pay a premium, but I would appreciate if I pulled it a lot more. I would I would charge a premium. <laughs> I would pay a premium. I'd charge a premium. But I, if, yeah. if it was yeah. uh, someone like Otani, like an Otani Independence Day in 2018, like and it's 1776, there's only two out there of the vertical pitching and his uh, red jersey. So for me, that's like super, super collectible, right? So it's like jersey number plus. It's yeah. it's the Independence it's Day. It's almost right? like a perfect storm of it's a per- like yeah. all those little things. <laughs> you, could, you could have a PSA 7 and you, I'd be happy with it. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I totally didn't even think of that Shohei Otani at 17 as the number. Yeah. But um, other people with 17 as a number, just uh, if you want, if you're curious, uh, Jose Barrios for our Blue Jays fans. Um, Pass. <laughs> Reese Hoskins, <laughs> yeah, no one, no one huge. Chris Bryant, all right. Shohei's definitely the number one guy on this list. <laughs> Mitch Hanniger, <laughs> yeah, the Shohei seventeen seventy six ID card will be amazing. All right, there's your round of overrated, underrated for this uh, for this show. All right, let's finish off our episode with our regular weekly segment we call. Pick one. And this is where each of us, we choose two cards or two players, and then we debate which one we would rather invest in. So, Hyun is back. So, do you want to do the others and start things off? Okay, I'm going to stick with the 2024, thir- uh, like the theme that we've we've been going at. And since you guys uh, opened up some hobby boxes, would you rather two hobby boxes or a jumbo box? Oh, easy. I know now. Now I know your answers, like uh, based on your results. But let's just say, <laughs> let's just say you guys had this hobby box and you didn't open it. Okay, okay. And, and or it, maybe that hobby box was 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 great for you, right? Because I know some people swear by hobby, and some people think jumbo's super overrated. There's people that calculate even retail, like uh, retail's better odds than like jumbo and hobby. I don't know if that's true, oh, okay. but you know, oh, there, I was there are some I, I was banging that drum for a while in our group chat about ripping, ripping uh, retail, just because yeah. Uh, yeah, you get you get a lot more of these parallels. Yeah, but uh, what I realized is you end up with thousands upon thousands of base cards, and <laughs> I just look at them and I'm like. It's like nothing but regret. Like I look at my basement like drawer. I'm like, oh my god, how much, how many hanger boxes did you rip, you loser, you idiot. So I used to be like that, but I I switched over to opening only uh, 
hobby or jumbo. Uh, for me, I actually prefer opening hobby because uh, you can get the clear. Right. Yeah. I love right, that right, parallel. Right. Tops clear. Yeah. Acetate I love, out of 10. I love the out of 10 clear. So I, I, uh, I like hobby for that. I know that you don't get the guaranteed auto, so that's kind of scary. But the price point on hobbies usually a little bit like two hobbies is less than one jumbo. And for me, ripping jumbo is not fun. I don't like the big packs. I like I like the hobby because it's usually like twenty four packs, so it's like twenty four rips. That's true. Yeah, I, I think so two I, box, I like two hobby boxes are uh, is equal to one jumbo right now. It's In like terms of price? Price, yeah. They're jumbo's double. I think one eighty versus ninety US. Oh. I'm just looking at my Sorry. local card shop and they have hobbies for cheaper, so that's right. Um Yeah, I'm still going with the jumbo. I want that guaranteed auto. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, Actually, I've I've had decent success with top series one. Like, remember last year I got the Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. That was out of Red. jumbo. No, that was on the hobby box. Oh, that was out of hobby. Right. So, an Ozzy Smith Red yeah, number twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was amazing. So I did have success, but that was extremely lucky too. Right. Like I I know that doesn't happen often, and obviously this year, you know. Everything balanced out with my Spencer Torkelson. <laughs> now, does does uh, like those gold foils? Because gold foils are like jumbo exclusive. Jumbo exclusive. Does that play in any factor, or that's a non kind of like uh, issue? Uh, it's a. I think it's a nice bonus, but yeah, I don't know if it's a huge factor. And you know, going back to what you said, well, like uh, yeah, you can get a clear, but how many clears have you hit? You know, like uh, it is exactly zero. <laughs> exactly zero extremely hard but i guess you know you you got a shot you got a chance but yeah so i'm, I'm playing the odds in this one and i'd rather have the jumbo box nice i think uh for me I, I i'm gonna go jumbo as well i just uh i feel like hobby is and i i will say in previous years I've had way more success in hobby boxes over jumbo boxes. I think with the guaranteed auto, it's great. You know, two silver packs. I guess you get two silver packs and two two hobbies anyways, so it's the same. Um, I do like silver packs. I think that's the bonus for paper. I don't know if you guys enjoy silver packs, but uh, silver packs one of my favorite um, things to do at the end. Um, but yeah, jumbos, I think for me, is is the call just because... You know, the, the, there's hits. There's You see the hits, whereas hobby, you have to open up multiple packs. And then, you know, sometimes there's nothing for a long time. And it's a lot of openings. So, you know, <laughs> I just like going through go, going through it quick, you know, sorting out, get right to the middle, pull out the good cards, and, and you're good. <laughs> you know, that's the problem with Young. He keeps, like, convincing me, like, to go <laughs> higher and higher. Like... Like, he got me into ripping HFA boxes. Remember when, like, was <laughs> Bowman Chrome came out with those? Oh, HTAs? Oh, no, not HTAs. HTA? Yeah, they're oh the best. Oh, my God. HTAs that, are that, the best. Ripping that box is, like, the highlight of my life. That's like going to a <laughs> casino, and they're like, hey, do you want to? High wanna, stakes. Like, we'll just take you to the high stakes ta- the room. Yeah, man. And you're it's like, great. oh, my God, I should not be here. 
I shouldn't be here. And then you just like throw down money. It's like I've ripped yeah. so much of those HTAs. That's why oh, because it's I so much fun. I, I I just think colors are way better in HTAs over over just hobby and especially in Chrome, Bowman Chrome specifically. But yeah. <laughs> Anytime that's, that's you need a, a friend to convince you, I got you. Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I need to make way more money. That's what I have to do. We all do, buddy. Next. <laughs> well, next thing you know, Will's gonna get two jumbo boxes. Forget about two hobby boxes. It's cases. We're just talking about cases. Now. <laughs> That's true. That is actually true. We're talking about cases. Yeah. <laughs> all right, good one, Will. You gotta go next. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before I, I do my pick one, Hyung, what do you think's the best Tiger Woods card? Oh, ooh, this is a, this is a, this is. Or what's a, yeah? What's one of the top? Or, the, or auto, auto. auto? We'll go auto. I'll make you it. You gotta go his SP authentic. There you go. So yeah, my agreed. pick one. Um, so last week we had a lot of fun talking about the Super Bowl and about Mahomes versus Brady and and all that stuff. And now it's like. You know, he's won his third Super Bowl, so he's well on his way to establishing himself as a potential GOAT along Brady. Uh, So I wanted to compare a couple GOATs. So Patrick Mahomes, his rookie autographs, uh, Prism, gold out of 10. Okay, so there's only 10 of them. It's his 2017 Panini Prism rookie autograph uh, out of gold uh, and gold versus Tiger. And I picked Tiger just because, like, he just launched his uh, new uh, clothing line, Sunday Red, and he's at the Genesis Open this weekend, and it's his first tournament of 2024. So he's kind of back in the, like, he's back in the spotlight. So goat versus goat, Patrick Mahomes, um, that card versus Tiger's SP Authentic, two thousand one SP Authentic, gold out of one hundred autograph. Yeah. What, do you have so there's for those. Yeah, yeah. So the last sold on both. So last sold for the Mahomes was August of last year. Sold for let's call it eighty thousand, and Ooh. the Tiger sold in October. Like so, a couple months after for seventy five thousand, there are sixteen PSA ten Tiger cards, and for the gold out of ten, there's four four PSA tens. So super low pop, right? Like, ooh, this one's a good one. So goat versus goat, you have just an extra seventy five thousand dollars laying around because you didn't. Because you didn't rip as many cases as we did. Of I think. I think paper. <laughs> I think. I think for me, um, PC wise, it would probably be Tiger. But I think a part of me is saying that that Mahomes gold, like gold, is different in football. Like that to me, that's next level. And I think the liquidity of that card over the Tiger. Uh, Mahomes has Tiger beat in that aspect. I think long term, I would like the Tiger Woods because for me, that would be a card that I would realistically keep, like in my collection when I die. That's what I pass along over a Mahomes gold. But if I'm alive, I'm picking the Mahomes gold, uh, Prismato, uh, just because the li- I know the liquidity of that in the right time, the right place. That thing is, 
is worth worth a lot of money. So I'm gonna go Mahomes gold, especially after the Super Bowl win. Yeah, yeah you got to figure that card's yeah. gone up way up. Um, I kind of uh, I kind of talked about this in a previous episode too, where and then John thought it was a hot take, or he just really disagreed with me, but. I'm like, I don't know if golf carts are a thing. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, goats are goats, right? So, goats are goats. Yeah, which, which, which is, yeah, which is fine, right? Which I agree with to a certain degree. But, you know, I think um, because I have that kind of mentality, I'm already going to obviously choose Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and the similar points to what Young mentioned, gold prism. is. It's, I'm looking at one right now, a card ladder and, it's, it looks iconic already, you know, and and uh, it's it's going to be one of. And we're talking about Mahomes too, like you know, when we we're debating last week, and I think I still chose Brady, and I jokingly changed to Mahomes last second. But <laughs> after that Super Bowl, after that Super Bowl win, now that now that we know what happened, I'm like, oh man, Mahomes could have just a ridiculous career, and that has so much more potential and going even higher than. The seventy five eighty k last sold price. So, yeah, Mahomes for me as well. Interesting, interesting. I I was worried when I shared this that it might be like clean sweep tiger. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And so I was gonna oh, be wow. like, you know, like the prism, the Mahomes. It's out of <laughs> no, you don't have to. Care. It's like, Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, I must be so off base from the rest of the collecting world. <laughs> But when I look at that tiger card, I'm just like, that is that is art. It's great. It's just, it's so beautiful. Like it's got that sepia tone, which is not a good look for most cards and most like <laughs> right. like you know if you're playing around with your camera and you you change to the sepia filter, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why do you want to look old timey? But right. that tiger card, I don't know. It's just because I I I love tiger so much i love golf i love playing golf i love watching golf i'm like super hyped about just like him playing this weekend so i'm tiger i'm tiger all the way i think it's also (laughs) because i don't really like panini prism cards like they do the borders do nothing for me just i'm not a fan so i'm tiger (laughs) I remember send, with send all your hate the... comments to Clark. I don't. I don't need to see it. <laughs> I think John would have picked Tiger too, for sure. Yeah, you guys got to ask yeah, John yeah. next week when he's back yeah. on. Just be like, yeah. Will needs a little support. He's a little down in the dumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John would have definitely chose Tiger. All right, I liked it though. Okay, let's finish off with my pick one. Okay, we're going to go back to 2024 tops, kind of that uh, uh, theme again. And the I believe still, uh, as of yesterday, the highest selling card from the 2024 top series one was the insert uh, card of Evan Carter, his 2024 tops Chrome series, which was inserted into it, his Superfractor Auto, which was pulled, mm. right? So raw, it sold for... Five thousand dollars, five hundred. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the high sale. So raw again. Would you have that card or his twenty twenty Bowman draft? His first Bowman Chrome Auto 
Orangeado, number 25, PSA 10, 7,500. I know I'm going to get and a lot the top of scroll, Top Scroll Super Fractal Auto, it is a sticker auto. Yeah, I was just going to say it's a sticker auto. I, I actually seen that card. Oh, man. Um, one, I'm not I'm not fully on board with Evan Carter. This is why like, <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of okay. hate. So I wouldn't necessarily be excited with either, to be honest. But obviously, they're massive cards. Um, super Fractor obviously would be a super cool pull, but I didn't like the fact that it was it was a sticker auto. The card looked beautiful itself, but um, and it was pulled out of retail, I believe. Um, yeah, which which is crazy, but I think I'm gonna go with the Bowman Chrome Orange uh, PSA ten. I I just think on card auto, um, and you know, to the true, if Evan Carter does become you know a superstar, I think. You're gonna have a lot more love with the Bowman um, Chrome over. Uh, I wouldn't say a second tier Super Fractor card, but it, like it, I don't know if that's gonna go down as his card to get necessarily, right? Where it it might be a secondary or third or fourth type of card where whoa, this isn't you know uh, this isn't his main card. So I would I would say you know Bowman Chrome first first star king. Um, I would like it if it was probably red over orange, but orange would do, I guess. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bowman Chrome Orange. All right. Mm. Clark, can you can you say which one was the first card? The Evan Carter 2024 Topps Chrome Series 1. It was the 1989 version, yeah, okay, okay. the 35th anniversary. Got it, got it. Super Fractor Auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Uh, Do <laughs> so do you sometimes search for like the most expensive cards that sold time. out yeah, yeah yeah i do that all the time <laughs> yeah so I, I just saw that the other day too um you know for me i'm i'm always about the picture and i always i usually lean towards tops like tops over bowman because you guys know how much i hate like these photoshopped images of 16 year olds that look so goofy <laughs> and so i'm looking at evan carter's bowman chrome picture and it's like him running around the bases but it's like he just looks i don't know he looks like he's trying to give an awkward high five i don't know <laughs> it's not it's not doing it for me uh, okay. but then the 2024 it's it's a sticker auto it's the 1989 <sighs> you know what i i don't like that it's a pair uh what not not a parallel insert what do they call it when it's a different year yeah is it insert i don't like i don't like off year inserts and i don't like sticker autos so i'm going the bowman chrome for the first time ever i'm gonna pick <laughs> the ugly photoshop i have a, fe- I have a feeling you're gonna become bowman chrome fan one of these days like really soon oh young that's the one area where, where you'll they'll never i bet get me i, I no, will because, bet you no because like when you. have you when have you ever looked at a bowman chrome player like card and thought wow that image is amazing Oh You've yeah, nev- right. They're I, so terrible. Oh, I'm not looking so, at the image at all. Exactly. So I get the value. Not not even value. It's like like I look at Mike Trout's Bowman Chrome. It's such an average, vanilla looking like card. <laughs> right. Like there's yeah. nothing special. Yeah. But then 
the the iconicness about that card is just like wow same with soto like if i seen a red soto bowman chrome i would be going nuts because only like yeah. five exists it's just like that's the grail right and it's yeah. like the mantle same thing like over time i think these bowman chromes they, they get very um iconic over time they age well no i'm not there because like because i'd rather like i'd rather the tops chrome out of five like if we're talking let's just say we're talking um like red you know out of five like like i like the tops version the, the tops chrome versions of these cards the rookie cards mm-hmm. i don't know bowman chrome just doesn't do it for me it's um, not yeah it's hurting. Send all, your right now. Send all your hate comments to Clark at Five Card Guys. <laughs> and leave leave me out of it. Hey, I thought I thought you said you were uh, ripping these HGA. Uh, cards. Yeah, well, I, that's where he, that's where he, I lost them. Yeah, I guess. That, no, that was oh, just I for see. the the gambling side of it. Just the, the fun of that. Part. Yeah, it's the fun of gambling. Gotcha. It, it's it hits you so hard and so quick. It's it's such a rush. <laughs> <laughs> but if All they right, had well, if they had HFAs for Tops Chrome HTA like out oh, oh, oh I keep HFA's saying HFA whole, whole field whole field you really if want they, Clark to collect it <laughs> subliminal I'll messages send, I'll send you some pictures later of uh, some cool <laughs> HFAs from this year uh, but yeah if they had HTAs for Tops Chrome oh my gosh yeah. I would rip I would rip so much of that <laughs> it would be, be a problem all right. Well, before I wrap up the show with my pick one, we got there's a lot of fact checking that needs to be done in this episode. So, <laughs> so John, you're gonna be real busy. But um, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna go with Bowman Chrome. No surprise there. You know, Hyung didn't have to convince me to go to Bowman Chrome. I was always Bowman Chrome too. So, um, and you know, the sticker, even if it was an all card auto, I'm not a huge fan of the 35th anniversary cards too. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah, the the design itself looks nice for this year, the nineteen eighty nine look. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, I don't like about that. it. Yeah, yeah, but the thirty five, like the emblem of the thirty fifth anniversary, just not a huge fan. I got a bunch of those in my hobby boxes, the base ones. Yeah, eighty nine base. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. go go. go to my sorry, I have to say this, but Tops needs to do a better job with paper, like series one, series two, autos. Like it, it, it's not even like a, a, you're not even really hoping to hit, I mean, you're hoping to hit the autos, but they're not the really valuable ones. Like the parallels are going to be your, your valuable ones, but then they're all insert autos, for instance, or baseball stars autos that nobody really wants. Right. So, and some, most of them are sticker autos too. Some of them are, uh, on card though, I think, uh, the insert auto, but regardless, yep. I think autos and papers are so weak. So just wanted to throw that in there. They need some work. Agreed. Clark, uh, before before we sign off, I think you got to do a poll. I want to see what people think. Like, do you prefer Topps Chrome or Bowman Chrome? And I just want to see the avalanche of votes. Like first first Bowman Chrome <laughs> versus like Topps Chrome, right? Yeah, versus the rookie. Yeah, yeah the Topps oh, Chrome rookie. It's versus... a bloodbath. It'll be a bloodbath. Right? I, I want to see bloodbath. Like... It'll just be my one vote, like point zero four percent of the poll. Why did five car guys even put this poll? But I'm kind of curious. I feel like I feel like you know because there might be a lot of newer 
collectors. And they might be like, well, I don't, I don't understand the appeal of Bowman Chrome. Like, I or can see that. Bowman first, you know? I can so see I'm wondering that. if there's other people who I'll feel... I'll do that for you. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's other people who feel how I feel. I'll do that for you. Well, uh, my caption will be, putting up this poll for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> don't, then we'll see. Don't put my <laughs> socials anywhere out there for anyone to see. I don't need your comments, people. Okay, I won't tag you in it, but... Uh, but well, but yeah, I will say this: I do appreciate all the nice things that people say. You're um, a legend on you know, this episode. What's well, so weird, right? It, it really shouldn't be like it, like we're just three <laughs> guys just talking, or four guys just talking. Like, but but you know, there's always some like Clark will always send me little message like messages of like what people have said and stuff, and it's, people are so kind and you know, and the fact that they listen sure. and that they laugh along with us. Like that's what I'm just trying to do. I'm just I, trying I think to have fun. I laugh, think you could have, have your own time. show where you just just record yourself <laughs> and it's just live with Will. What whatever you're doing, people would watch you. Will a perfect spinoff. Yeah, me trashing <laughs> me trashing hockey cards to a Canadian market. <laughs> me telling baseball collectors they're dumb for collecting I Bowman Chrome. We'll I just see it. how quickly I get canceled. <laughs> all the graders hate you. Yeah, yeah all the <laughs> no grading companies will. Will uh, sponsor me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Will's really different on his own show. <laughs> <laughs> but on Cards to the Moon, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> well, you know, people love you, Will, and uh, we're always happy to have you back. So, yeah, I know this won't be the last episode with you on it. But uh, thanks again, Will, for stopping in. And uh, of course, we thank all our listeners. Uh, what Will says is absolutely true. We get a lot of positive comments about our show, and we appreciate each one of them. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll have a brand new one for you uh, in a few days. All right, talk to you then. Bye.
Hey, thanks for listening to Cards to the Moon. We'd really appreciate you subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also connect with each of us on Instagram at Five Card Guys, or you can follow Hyung at Integrity Sports Cards, or John at Trade You at Recess. You can also check us out at FiveCardGuys.com. Thanks again, and hope to connect soon.